Chris Cornelis of the Wall Street Journal writes, For over two decades, Breaking Benjamin has had the kind of career most rock bands only dream of. It signed a major label deal, amassed a loyal following, and plays to arenas and amphitheaters full of fans. Two recent albums, 2015's Dark Before Dawn and 2018's Ember, debuted at number one and three on the Billboard 200 album chart, respectively. The band boasts more monthly Spotify listeners, 4.27 million. That's more than perennially celebrated, award-nominated indie rock band Arcade Fire. And they played to an average of 8,500 fans a night in 2019, roughly the same number as the Black Keys, according to Polestar, a trade publication for the concert industry. Of course, that's all before COVID. When we check the group's wiki profile, we learn that Breaking Benjamin is an American rock band from Wilkes-Barre, formed in 1999 by lead singer and guitarist Benjamin Burnley and drummer Jeremy Hummel. The first lineup of the band also included guitarist Aaron Fink and bassist Mark Lepasky. The band has commonly been noted for its hard rock tendencies with angst-heavy lyrics, swelling choruses, and crunching guitars. In the United States alone, the band has sold more than 7 million units and yielded three RIA-certified platinum records, two gold records, and several certified singles, including two multi-platinum, two platinum, and five gold. The group first gained attention when Freddie Fabry, a DJ for rock radio station WBSX, put the group's track Polyamorous in rotation. After it became the number one requested track on the station, Fabry financed the recording of the group's eponymous EP, which sold all 2,000 copies that were printed in 2001. Could that be called Breaking Benjamin's Big Break? It certainly was critical to have had help and support from someone like Freddie Fabry, who invested his own money in making sure the band had a good recording to get out to the public. If we follow the group along to 2021, we learn that success doesn't come easy, and it certainly takes a fire in the belly to see it all through the breakups and the slow times and, of course, the pandemic. But the players keep doing what they do. They couldn't do anything else but make music. As the Wall Street Journal wrote last year in January, Breaking Benjamin has had the kind of career most rock bands dream of. As it happens, there is a drummer who wants to give musicians who dream that dream a boost. Ale Filkowski from Wilkes-Barre is a photographer and filmmaker. He doesn't describe it this way, but maybe the ability to attend art school through the post-9-11 GI Bill was a big break for him in realizing his dream to build a career as a filmmaker. If not that, surely there were others. We heard about the power of a DJ to make a difference in the case of Breaking Benjamin. So it was when Ale came together with a radio friend in Colorado to develop a contest to open doors for bands of all kinds to get the tools they need to help realize their dreams. But of course, they would have to do all the work of rehearsing and writing good material and promoting themselves. 
This is a tune by Breaking Benjamin titled, Here We Are. We're just borrowing the title to point out the impact the Big Break contest can have in the lives of musicians. Here we are. That is the need to get marketing yourselves. It becomes very much important to let listeners know who you are and what you play to get out there and say, here we are. Ale has invited filmmaker and actor Vinnie Langdon III, who has settled here in the Wyoming Valley, to join the team producing the Big Break contest that is now in phase two. You see Vinnie Langdon's name as the credits roll each week on WVIA-TV's live show, Keystone Edition. So we had a chance to talk with him and Ale about the Big Break contest, how they came to it, and about the fire in their souls and their desires to help others tap into theirs. For me, it all started, I would say, back when I was in diapers. My grandfather, every Christmas, he would make us VHS compilations of everything that he filmed. He had the old handheld movie camera and he would be shooting our first Easter, our first Christmas and birthday parties. And, you know, when we had our friends over for pool parties and then Christmas would come and we'd get a VHS cassette and he'd pop it in and we'd sit around the TV and go, wow, look at all the stuff we did. But as a child, I remember going, wow, look at that big camera. How does it work? And coincide with all that I loved acting I was that shy kid in school teacher would always complain when the report cards would come out and say well you know Vincent he doesn't talk in class he's very shy oh until the school play comes around and he's up there doing you know Shakespeare and singing and dancing and having the time of his life and people go there's another side of Vinny as I got older I started watching a lot more behind the scenes of movies And I'd see a lot of child stars and go, wait, they don't have to go to school and they're making millions of dollars. That is what I want to do. But being a kid from a fairly in California, small town, I didn't have the options. Hey, mom, dad, I'm 13 years old. Can I move to Hollywood and be a movie star? Uh, That didn't work too well when I asked them that. So I had to find another road to get there throughout junior high and high school. And that's when I started auditioning for local TV commercials and movies. And then I realized it was a lot harder than it seemed. So I had to just get my foot in the door. And I think, I don't know, because I was young, I think I had a lot of admiration where I was like, I want to do this, but how? And I asked a lot of questions. I probably was a pain in the butt, but I figured, you know what? You can't in life, you can't wait for other people to just say, hey, here's an opportunity. You have to go find it. So that's how I thought of my grandfather. I picked up a movie camera, camcorder, and started writing my own little skits, filming them in the backyard. Then I'm like, hey, I could be like George Lucas and then maybe like Woody Allen. He's in his own movies. I could do that. Show off my acting skills, show off the video side of things. And that helped me with my 20 plus year career. Oh, Vinny, you know how to film? You know how to act? You want to host? Then, hey, it got me a lot of places. Ale, what is it that makes you want to make films? When did you get excited by The Bug? Is that what your major interest is? Uh, Absolutely. Film, music, entertainment in general, as long as I can remember being a little kid, I would always, at the end of VHS tapes or even like when DVDs first started coming out, they would have behind the scenes type stuff. So I would always 
stay longer to watch that or make sure to go through the DVD menu and make sure I see everything. And I, I loved it. I loved it. And growing up, I would take my mom's boyfriend's uh, video camera, VHS camera at the time, real big bulky thing, and make little videos with like RC cars. And I even got in trouble once with my mom for trying my own special effects using a lighter and an aerosol can. But ever since I was little, I was really into it. And then uh, I joined the military when I was 19, the Air Force. And while I was in the Air Force, I dabbled with some video production as well. Not that it was my job, but it was something that I really enjoyed doing. So for instance, when I was in Iraq, when we were done with our tour, everybody that I was on tour with gave me their photos, their little video clips and stuff. And I made like a mu- almost like a music video with it. So the love for it is there from there. And then after the military, I uh, decided to use the post 9-11 GI Bill to go to the Art Institute of Colorado for digital filmmaking and video production. And while I was doing that, I was also in, I was, I'm a musician as well, so I was in bands as well. Um, so that's kind of where, as far as what we're doing, that's where the two meet, the, the music and the video side. And there actually was a big break type competition in Colorado, right? That, that's right. In 2012, a radio host, uh, Trevor O'Connor, and I got together and created the Big Break Contest. And basically what it is, it's a, it's a contest for local original musicians. At the time, it was Colorado musicians. Obviously, now it's Pennsylvania musicians. But original, where the winning band receives a uh, fully produced music video, a track recording, photo shoots, live recordings, basically almost everything they need to put together an electronic press kit so they can promote themselves and get out there and get to different venues and travel the country, hopefully, you know, and and make it somewhere. So uh, part of the contest, though, is first round. They have three months to create their own DIY music video and submit it to us. And there's some requirements for those for those videos as well. So they submit it to us, and on November 31st was their deadline. So now December, the entire month of December, there's online voting. So that's where we're at now. And then on January 1st, we'll announce the top nine bands that move forward to live rounds. And then there's a series of live rounds after that. When you say the voting is in December, that means that people like our listeners Absolutely. could go to the website and Absolutely. view and, and vote. Absolutely. You know, in the past 10 days, we've had almost 4,000 votes between all of the bands uh, combined. And different types of music? Yeah, so we do got a variety. You know, there's a little bit of everything for someone. And with the voting, you know, they may just discover maybe their new favorite band by just going on there and listening before they cast their vote. There's a country artist. There's a little bit of hip hop rap. There's Americana. Yeah. And then for people that are into the hard rock and metal and punk, there's plenty of bands for them to like also. What happened at the end of the big break in Colorado? Did the winner and the runners up actually benefit do you think by do you know what happened to them absolutely absolutely they did they're actually still together today and they at least regionally they made a a pretty good name for themselves and they're only going up so i'm really proud of of seeing where they're going the idea of doing this Vinny has said to me ale came to you here in pennsylvania at 
COVID time when you were spurred on by your concern for bands in this downtime. Right, right. Absolutely. COVID gave me the opportunity to to sit back and really plan things out and put things together and reach out to people and, you know, and get everybody involved and moving. And no, exactly. The entertainment industry, the local music scene, even the national music scene hurt for, for a while. So I thought this was a good time to do this and, and help bands at least get something going, whether it's it's on the internet or, you know, just something, just something. What excites you now? You mentioned that when you were done with your tour and your colleagues and fellow military folk in Iraq gave you the things to work to put together a music video type thing. Mm-hmm. Why does that format seem to attract you, the idea of putting bands together or images together with music in a way that's creative? I don't think there's just one one answer to this. On on one end, I like to create things. I like to put together, you know, put things together. It's like to me it's like putting a, a large puzzle together. And on the other end of things, I really enjoy entertaining people. You know, I really like getting a reaction out of people. So those those two things combined, yeah. Now Vinny, when you are involved in this project, what's your role? Pretty much originally the The goal was I was just going to be the host at the shows. That was the original conversation we had. We met on Zoom. We didn't even know each other. Someone tagged me in a post on Facebook, said, hey, you know, I know you're in the music scene. Hey, would you be interested in doing this? And I'm always looking for any type of participation, whether it has to do with the music scene or, of course, the the film and TV industry. And I thought I have a background in that. So let me give it a shot. And our original conversation was, hey, we're going to do like a battle of the bands. We just need an MC come out and introduce the bands and hype up the crowd. And I said, "Ah, I love doing that stuff. I'll do it. Then once I got into it, (laughs) originally when I signed up to do this, I sent him my little demo reel. Well, my demo reel consists of a younger Vinny from the last, you know, 15 years of me going on the road interviewing bands. Artists like the Jonas Brothers, Paramore, Papa Roach, uh, some of the old 80s metal bands people like, Metallica and Anthrax. And, of course, him being a fan and musician himself, he's like, man, this guy that lives in Northeast PA now knows all these contacts and all that. So we start having more conversations. We met. We did a couple photo shoots for fun. And he said, hey, why don't you interview the bands? We'll make it a little bit more personal, which I believe you didn't do that in Colorado, right? No, no. So this was kind of a fun way to, because when you see a band in the music video, you're always thinking, well, you know, are they nice? Are they mean? You know, are they cool? So that's where I came in. So the first couple of weeks of doing this, which started back in August, We interviewed every artist, so it was fair. We're not favoring this one or that one. And we got to know them, and that kind of helped us to go, are these bands serious? Or, Erica, another cool thing is some of these artists, there was like two bands that said, we started a band just because of this contest because we're musicians, but we don't have a band. This gave them an opportunity to form, and they put out their first song with this competition, and that's what's exciting about it. And uh, then, of course, doing these little PR things, trying to get the word out because, you know, you put a lot of work into it. You hope that people will show up and check out these bands. And that's what we're hoping for. So it's it's been a fun journey and I'm glad to be a part of it. What is it? It's not just being able to get up and play your instruments. There's got to be a special spark for a band to take off, doesn't there? No, absolutely. And it's it's something that can't be explained. It's something that you you either have or don't. It's it's 
something so deep inside that you just, yeah, there's there's no definition or explanation for it. And you've chosen some celebrity judges from big bands from our area. Right, right. Aaron from Breaking Benjamin, he's the bassist. He's going to be one of the judges. Also have Josh Balls. He was in Motionless and White. So he's a judge as well. Yeah, another thing I think outsiders or other musicians who were unable to participate this year, they look at us and go, you guys are promising a lot. You're promising the music video photo shoot and all this. And they're kind of thinking, oh, are you guys trying to get a band famous? No, we're not. But we're we're trying to do our part with our talents as filmmakers and creators to possibly get these artists to think outside of the box. And it may be a stepping stone in that direction. So yes, you will, you could win a song that's professionally recorded in a studio, but it doesn't mean that, you know, tomorrow you'll become famous. It's just, it's something fun. Right. We're, we're giving you the tools to move forward and it's really up to you. You know, you can bring a horse to water, right? You can't make a drink. It's a whole thing. You give them the tools. Now it's up to you. Now, how will people in a band benefit by the prize? First of all, they, they can market themselves. Second of all, if, if you're a band trying to book a venue, if you're a band from Pennsylvania trying to book a venue in Ohio, that venue is going to wonder who you are. Can you draw a crowd? Can you actually play? Is your music good? What do you look like? What do you sound like? All these things. So that is really the tool. That's, that's, that's what they get. And in order to become a successful band, you have to get out of your hometown. You have to get out of your home state. You have to go and travel and go to as many places as far away as you can and then come back. Now, where are these bands from, Vinny? Yeah, so we got participants. It is a statewide competition. And we got some from Philadelphia area, Pittsburgh, and majority of them are from right here in Northeast Pennsylvania. Are members from the band emailing you or texting you and saying, what's it look like? Are they asking questions? Uh, I've, I've got a few bands that, that are contacting me almost daily, sometimes several times a day. They're just really excited. And it's uh, it's, it's just so awesome to, to see everything come together and see how excited they are. And then their fans get excited and then just local entertainment industry kind of gets excited about it. And now, now everybody's trying to get involved and it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Are you impressed by the work on the music videos that have been done by the bands themselves? Is it a wide range of efforts? It, it's a very wide range of efforts and you can definitely tell who put their effort in and who just kind of just, just did it <laughs> you know no you can you can really tell you can really tell does this project in a way not only bring your interests together but does it further what you'd like to do in your life as a creative artist is it giving you some contacts or opening things up no ab- absolutely i i think everybody anybody that's involved in this is walking away with something me personally, I've met a lot of people. I've met a lot of different filmmakers in this process, a lot of musicians. Now I have more access to studios and equipment. And so, yeah, no, definitely. I think uh, it definitely helped me out. But just going back to what Vinny was saying earlier about the bands being interviewed, all the bands being interviewed, that was also a part of a part of my promise to myself to to make sure that everybody walks away with something. Even just by signing up, even if you don't make it through the first round, 
you're still walking away with an interview at least. And just overall, for people who may not be part of it or take it in, what is the band scene like here in northeastern Pennsylvania? Varied, a wide range of ages, interests, cover bands. What do you find? Um, so for the most part, venues like to book cover bands. And that's not... I think I think that, that hurts the scene. I think that stops potential bands who, who would be working on original content from working on it. As far as the, the age range, there's definitely a, a wide age range. There's a wide genre range as well. There's, at least in this area, in the northeastern PA area, there's not a whole lot of all-age venues. So that I think that hurts the scene as well because there's an entire group there's an entire demographic of of people that you're missing and these are your future musicians your future bands your future entertainers so i think i think it needs a little help <laughs> i i agree i guess i was spoiled and i didn't realize that till i came to northeast pennsylvania where where i grew up in california i had san francisco to the left of me an hour sacramento to the right you wanted to go to a show monday tuesday night wednesday night seven days a week you could go to shows and you'd never be bored in your life. You might be broke because you just spent all this money on tickets all week, but it was always worth it. My experience when I first came here, I tried to jump straight into the local music scene knowing that, oh, cool, there was artists like we mentioned, Breaking Benjamin and Motionless and White who had success. Those artists moved on. Once they did that, they came back, played a few reunion shows here and there. And those were the bands that all these bands that are playing now look up to. And, you know, I got invited to, hey, we're having a metal music festival. Well, you say that to someone in California, and that means an outdoor parking lot, an amphitheater, 500,000 people, everyone's having a good time. A metal festival in our backyard of Scranton, Wilkes-Barre means either someone's house in their basement or the bar that's between two homes and they can't play loud music after eight or nine o'clock at night. And uh, so that was definitely eye-opening for me. And I think that's why I'm really trying to make this the best competition for these artists because we want to give them the experience that this is what other people are doing in other cities across the country. And if you really want to be an artist, this is your dream. We could do it right here. You don't have to move to New York or Los Angeles to be in a rock band. You don't have to be a rock star. You can be a rock star from Pittston or Jenkins or Houston or Taylor, PA. Why not? Are you going to do it next year? We, we're definitely doing it. It's probably going to be sooner than next year simply because I want to time it for the live shows for next season and moving forward not to be in the winter. Now give us the particulars of where we find all this so that we can go listen. Sure. The bigbreakcontest.com is the, the website. If you add a slash vote on there, you can get directly to the vote page. And then from there, you can watch all the music videos and make your choice. We are also on Facebook, just the Big Break on Facebook. And for the live shows, they're going to be in January, January 21st and 22nd and 29th is the second round. And then the final round would be on February 11th. And all of that info is on Facebook and on our website. Filmmaker Ail Filkowski, producer and director of the Big Break Contest, and Vinnie Langdon III, actor and filmmaker, speaking about the contest now underway 
building to in-person performances to select a winning band for 2021-2022. Phase two, as we heard, is underway now. The public is invited to view online music video entries and then vote for the best all-round band. Voting ends December 31st, and the finalists will be announced January 1st. And that's looking ahead to in-person Battle of the Bands performances in January, with the final round in February. For more information online, thebigbreakcontest.com, thebigbreakcontest.com.